You people think the college football season is over. We'll talk five plus seven and other matters of the college football heart with Chip Patterson. Cover three podcast, CBSSports.com. How are you, my friend? I'm, I'm good. I'm good. I, I, said, I sense hesitation. Well, I was just telling Victoria that there are stories that come up, and I acknowledge them as a medium college football story. You know, something procedural, right. something that has significance and impact. But in the larger sports world, you know, it's like, okay, you know, Chip will inform us about that when it becomes relevant. <laughs> but when the NBA is on the all-star break, when the NFL is in a Super Bowl hangover, when Major League Baseball hasn't gotten going Adam, a lot of people want to talk about this playoff when you're talking about trying to get through, you know, a full hour of sports content on 24-hour-a-day uh, uh, sports networks. But, uh, yeah, I'm, it's something I have been thinking about for about the last three weeks. I've written about it a lot at mm-hmm. CBSSports.com. We've talked about it a lot on the Cover 3 podcast. And so um, I'm, I'm always happy to be of service uh, to the inquiry. <laughs> All right. So let's start there. And here's where I want to start. Kevin Clark, who does a This Is Football podcast, uh, I think he does it for ESPN. It's, it's Omaha Productions, right? It's a uh, the, the the Peyton Manning vehicle. Uh, he was on ESPN Radio this morning, and I I swear he was speaking directly to me. So I want you to hear this. I played it about uh, you know fifteen minutes ago, but I want Chip to hear this. So here's Kevin Clark from this morning on Unsportsmanlike on ESPN Radio. Game six teams, um, because I think the way college football works is scarcity is the backbone of the sport and perfection is the backbone of the sport. There are not 12 teams that can conceivably win the championship in a given year. There are probably not eight, but are there five in most years? Probably. Do you want to see five or six? Do you want to see a team like Tulane a couple of years ago get a shot to do it? I think rewarding the top two teams in the country, which, by the way, normally there are only two teams that can win the national championship. I think rewarding those teams with buys, um, even using the traditional bowl system, almost like a plus one, where you have six teams in contention, they play each other, then you kind of re-rack and, and do a national championship two weeks later. I just think that the 12 is, is too much. Um, four is too little. Um, I think the BCS uh, probably didn't get the credit it deserved uh, in most years, and there were only a handful of years where we needed more teams than that. Um, but I think six was perfect, and I just think 12 is going to dilute what makes college football amazing, which is the feeling that if you lose one game, you're out of contention. All right. you want to? Uh, where, where do you want to start with uh, what Kevin Clark had to say this morning? Because I could not agree more with everything he had to say. Because you're smart, just like Kevin Clark, and because <laughs> Kevin Clark's smart, um, he's a friend. He's a Cover Three podcast listener. All you know, right. I, you're, you're, I'm in good company. You're in great company. Yeah. Um, I, I remember in 2013 that even with a statistical analysis of where do we draw the line in terms of like real drop-offs mm-hmm. in college football. Two was great, and six was great, and four was incredibly imperfect. That often your top two tier, and then the next group had three or four teams tier, and then you drop off again. I think that there was something that they imagined would be a selling point when all of those conference commissioners agreed that someone was going to be left out. Right. 
that the game of musical chairs was a selling point. Mm-hmm. That the that was going to be a way to bring people in. But it was not representative of where the lines of delineation are when determining the top teams in college football. Correct. I I've got a story up right now that is you know, projecting the 2024, 2025, you know, college football playoff with the new five plus seven intact. And as I sat down, you know, you've got your lines of delineation. You can can go ahead and you can draw them. Six would be an excellent, an excellent college football playoff. Georgia, Ohio State, Oregon, Texas, Michigan, Alabama. Because guess what? After that, there's a drop. Mm -hmm. And then you get into Penn State, Ole Miss, Notre Dame, LSU. So, now we're talking about, all right, so of those Penn State, Ole Miss, Notre Dame, LSU, with the, you know, the automatic qualifiers involved, now they get to play the who's in, who's out, mm-hmm. as they fight for the final at-large bids. And Adam, Adam, get ready. <laughs> because yesterday, this blew my mind, and I've heard that there was just like one tweet from a much-followed account who I don't follow, but right. that really stirred it up. Notre Dame is getting screwed. Or if I'm to use the Adam voice that he uses on the Canes Corner podcast to reference tweets that he thinks are dumb, Notre Dame's getting screwed, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> oh, that Notre is so Dame, true. Not Gosh, only, that is true. <laughs> Notre Dame not only agreed to this, right? but with athletic director Jack Swarbrick on the super secret four-man committee created the daggum system. Yep. I, yeah, that's what I didn't understand. Four years ago. So you can't tell me no to anyway. So that was one thing that blew my mind. The other thing, and this is really not going to set in until we get like into the season. Because again, I sat there, I broke everything down. The top 10 teams in college football, as I see it, are all from the Big Ten and the SEC. And when Clemson jumps from number 13 to number three. Yeah because they are the third highest ranked conference champion that is going to make some brains explode. And it shouldn't happen. I hear you, me. So you're, you're, you're like, give me one through 12, line them up. I don't care yeah. if we're going to have this, then let's do it correctly. I, but we, but we all know why we're having this, right? And to avoid antitrust. Yeah. To avoid a lawsuit. So yeah. it's, it's, we're, we're, we're protecting money. We're not doing anything that's fair or even good for the sport. We're, do- we're doing this because we think it will make us more money. It's the only reason why we're doing it. And, I mean, maybe I'm wrong, but I believe that if we're doing that, like, that's for professional sports to do it, right? That's for the NFL to expand the playoffs because it gives us – we'll make more money if we expand the playoffs or to expand the regular season because it will make more money in – I mean, to a certain extent – that money should filter down to the players. Doesn't always work in the NFL even, but theoretically it should. Uh, I guess that whole trickle-down thing maybe doesn't work. I don't know. It's another uh, It's another topic of conversation, Chip. Uh, but the it, it, the pro level, I get it. But at the college level, even though we're about to head into an era where college athletes are going to be on the employee role, because that's coming, because nobody's got... Uh, any vision in intercollegiate athletics and hasn't had it for 20 years. Um, I just don't, I don't understand everything we're doing with the playoff is simply to avoid a lawsuit. There's no reason for a fifth. I, we, 
we have the autonomy four while the ACC is still alive. It could be three. Uh, we're going to get to that topic in a sec. Um, oh, I, I don't I don't think the Big 12 is playing the same game, no matter what happens. I No, no, I, I, I understand, but at least it's, it, it doesn't appear that anybody is coming for their schools right now, right? Oh, correct. The ACC is definitely, based on what happened Friday, has definitely opened themselves up uh, to a, a much sooner end game than the Big 12. And maybe it all ends at the same time, to be honest. Uh, but right now there are four major conferences in college football. The only reason that we have a five plus seven model is so the group of five leagues won't sue. That's the only reason why we have it, because let's be fair uh, or be honest about it. Uh, the the chance that the champion of the group of five is in the top 12 of teams in the country. Honestly, I don't know. One in three, one in four, one in five, one in six. Well, the the real interesting thing, um, because of one of the many different ways I've I've cut this up, most of the schools who have gotten the New Year Six bid, because that's essentially what we did, is we right. were inviting the New Year Six bid into the college football playoff, where they will, to your point, almost always be the twelve seed. Yeah, and the only year that they would have been the eleven seed is when it was an undefeated Houston team, right, and. They're now in the Big 12. There was that year where UCF was there, and they're in the Big 12. Okay, well, what about Cincinnati? You know, they got the group. Oh, now yeah. they're in the Big 12. They got too. into the playoff and got smoked. No, it was 24 to 6. Okay. Yeah, I watched the game. Eyes, that was not competitive. Eyes said Cincinnati will not touch pay dirt or cross the goal line once unless it is backwards for a safety. Right. Yes, I, I understand what you're saying. But they got that, smoked. That's the thing that makes it um, a little bit intriguing is that, you know, these programs that had, you know, that kind of maybe even we are jumping up and we're a 10 or a nine seed. Like, right. It is always going to be the 12 seed and yep. it's going to be Liberty or Tulane. I mean, it might have been SMU, but now SMU's in the ACC. But I will say that for the ACC standpoint and from the Big 12 standpoint, I I am glad that in this two years, which, by the way, also remember, we do not have a college football playoff in place for 2026 and beyond. Right, because we don't have a television deal yet, because when we spoke about it last week, that apparently is not a deal yet. <laughs> uh, Nothing's been signed. Unbelievable. Have they reached out to agents representing the college football playoffs' financial interests? <laughs> yes. But the conference commissioners right. have not agreed to any television deal or to any kind of format. And the negotiations are cutthroat where the SEC and the big 10, they come out and be like, we want four automatic bids. Right. And everyone's like, what, yeah. what are you talking about? And I think that that is like, because they have all the leverage, yeah. they ask for everything. And then what are they going to be left with? Two automatic bids, right? You know, like they are going to have double the number of automatic bids of any other conference. Um, I think it, this is a test kitchen. We are in a two-year test kitchen. I agree with you. I think it's going to go to 16. Mm -hmm. I don't think we're going to have buys. And I believe that um, creating more access for the SEC and the Big Ten will be the driving factor of, yeah. of, of being able to expand to 16 because the thought will be that those will be filled. Now, 
for our two years, as we're sitting here in these two years, it does make the conference championship game for the ACC and the Big 12 a do-or-die yeah. type scenario. Probably does, no question. That, that is yeah. tense, making it to that conference championship game and winning that conference championship game. That will be drama. Uh, at the highest levels for these next two seasons. There's no question that uh, that NC State-Virginia Tech game uh, is going to be awesome every single year. Chip Patterson, may I say that? Because on Friday, when the ACC filed in Leon County Court that uh, they're filing for a dismissal of Florida State's lawsuit against the ACC, they basically put language in their filing to say that the... Um, Buying your way out is not punitive. It's simply you have to, if you want to buy back your rights that you have willingly given away twice, Florida State, uh, then there's a price to pay for that. And that is not punitive. That's just that's just the deal. And Andy Staples wrote an on three. And we talked to him about it yesterday. It was yesterday or the day before. I don't even remember now. I think it was yesterday. Uh, that it was basically saying, all right, now let's negotiate. I don't think it has to mean that because I believe that if the ACC negotiates an exit price for Florida State, unless that number is $500 million, I think the ACC is done. They might be done anyway, uh, but I think if that number is not $500 million, I think it's over and it's over quickly. I, I do not pretend to understand the financials at that level. I... It, we that's almost in fake money. It right? is. It's monopoly you know, money. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I I I don't have a good idea of what would be fake or what would be not. What would mean they're dead? I do know that there are administrators in the ACC at schools not named Florida State who have said we who who have gotten to the end game. Like this had to happen in court so we could get to here. Mm-hmm. I have heard administrators at schools in the ACC say, well, we don't know what the number is. Right. We, we know that there is probably a number to get out, and we don't know what the number is. $500 million is not the number. It will be lower than that. And I don't know how to draw the line to say, well, if it's this low, then this. Or if it's this high, then this. But we are entering the steps of the process that had been foretold by administrators in the ACC since way back in, like, the mm. Magnificent Seven drama. <laughs> Shout out to Brett McMurphy for causing a huge hysteria at ACC meetings. But those conversations were comparing notes. Okay, so what mm-hmm. does your legal team think the number might right. be? What does your legal team think the number might be? How much can we swallow? Like when we're having our own internal meetings with our leadership, what what would make sense for us? If we do pay this, how much do we stand to earn? What kind of negotiations could be made with our next conference that could offset mm-hmm. this? You know, those moving pieces, it all started with what's the number? And so Florida State's going to be the first one through the wall, and they're going to reach a number, and then – Everyone else will figure out if that number satisfies, you know, what they think. And maybe they stick around for another year. And You know what happens every single year you stick around? You get more number Florida State's money. 
number goes down. <laughs> well, yeah, that's like, true, right. Every single year, the number goes down. So it is going to be a headache when we are sitting there, if they haven't announced it already, at ACC football kickoff and trying to see whether or not they're going to get out by August 10th or whatever that mid-August mm-hmm. date is that would then determine the 2025 season. And I wonder, and this is me wondering aloud, I haven't spoken to anyone at the ACC League office about this, and I know they're all huge fans of the Adam Gold Show, so feel free to reach out to me for clarification. I, I don't know if there is something within the ACC's leadership that says we are doing more damage to our conference by going through every single July and every single August with this hanging over our heads. It, it, would it be, literally, we would get millions of dollars. Would it be better to just take these millions of dollars and figure out the best way to position our conference to survive for what you have hinted at, which is the great breakaway in higher college athletics, which is who wants to pay the players? And I don't even oh. know that all the ACC schools do. No, I but don't think they do. I don't. Th- I don't think there's any question. I think feel there's a lot. You would feel a lot if if the fi- if finances are your concern and not at a, like some big moral ethical amateurism thing. If it's a financial thing, you're going to feel better if you're getting your one seventeenth right. of Florida State's four hundred million dollars at being able to use <laughs> that money to be able to finance such an operation. So I I wonder if the reaching the end game for the ACC some part of it is like we've just got to end this because it is doing more damage to our standing. Our other schools are getting antsy. They are getting Mm -hmm. uncomfortable. They are reaching out to back channels, to other conferences. They're trying to figure out whether or not we are going to get Pac-12. No, they're going to. If you can be proactive, maybe you take a little bit of a loss saying goodbye to a, a big brand name program like Florida state, but you at least end the uncertainty and you can take that money and focus on securing your future. I mean, if Florida state goes out the door, I would imagine Clemson, North Carolina, Virginia. I mean, I, there could be six, anywhere from six to eight teams. There are limited spots on those boats because if those super leagues get too big, they will not be able to function. The sec does not want to expand right now in right. part because they don't want to invite more people. No, I, I mean, understand, but you, what, what if gotta, it's only two leagues? You've got to give them votes. You know, like I, somebody cautioned to me that going beyond 20 is probably not going to happen. So there's four more spots in the SEC. There's right. two more spots in the Big Ten, and that's it. Okay, that's six. That's six. I, are, are there six schools? You and out, I have talked about the SEC. I don't think there are six schools out west that are worth maybe, maybe Colorado. Huh? I don't you, know. You and I have talked about how the SEC feels about Florida State. No, they don't want Florida State. Yeah. I'm, right? They don't want Florida State. They I, I, they'd probably take Clemson. Even though they have South Carolina, they'd probably take Clemson. I don't know. I don't know. Like, would, like here, there's, there, look, we could, we could go round and round on this for a long time. Um, I'm not sure that either of the two leagues want to expand. But at this point... It's only a game of big business, and they can put, theoretically, a competitor out of business. That, that, that's, what, that's the part of this whole discussion. Chip Patterson is here, by the way. It's the part of this whole discussion that really makes me, not like physically ill, but it's so disappointing 
Because in this game of grab as much money as you can, none of this, zero of it, is good for the health of the sport. It's only good for the finances of these major major schools. And at some point, why do we have Vanderbilt again? Why do we have Northwestern? Why do we have Indiana? What are you doing for us? Why should you get the same money that Michigan gets? At some point, all of that um, fairness is going to go away. Well, and you know where it starts? I can just – because I'm like you. I'm so exhausted by trying to guess where schools are going to end up and why the conference would want one school, why they wouldn't want another, and and all the things going into it. Um, When the the college football playoff negotiations come up for the next – the 2026 and beyond – the SEC and the Big Ten are going to set a standard that they are then going to take to their own conferences, which is we get more. Absolutely. And right now, right now, all of the schools that were formerly identified as Power Five, include because Washington State and Oregon State are still going to get a Power Five per school payment from the college football playoff. Power conferences got 80% of the money, yep. and then the group of five got 20% of the money. But among all those 65 Power Five schools plus Notre Dame, They all got even payouts. And what's going to happen is the standard will be set with this next contract where the Big Ten and the SEC are going to get better payouts from the college football playoff than the ACC and the Big 12, which will then maybe even be tiered and better than the American, the Sun Belt, the MAC, uh, and the Mountain West. They are then going to take that standard when contracts are up in 29, 30, and 32. When those contracts come up, they are going to say that to those schools that are not bringing as much value. And that will be the new standards that's set. All right. We have to close here. And this has been, look, you and I could have this conversation forever. I love talking to you about these things because you're super smart uh, and you make me sound better. Um, but work with me on this. Here's where I'm, here's where my head is at. We have like five leagues all with, let's just say 12 teams. We call uh, one, the premier league, one Serie A, one La Liga, one Bundesliga, and one League Un. Actually, the French League sucks. Uh, League uh, Un. Exactly. MLS. Eh, maybe not. Uh, that's where I think we're headed. I think we're headed for uh, just a Super League. And I'm sorry if you can't pull your weight on the field. Sorry, Vanderbilt. Sorry, Northwestern. Sorry, Indiana. Uh, then you got to well, go. I, that's where I think so we're headed. I'll- the college football playoff as a Champions League model, I would actually be okay with. Where yeah. <laughs> you get your domestic league, which is trying to win your conference, and then if you do, then you get put into this other you know boat where you get to play against the other best teams. If the Super League just ends up being like a Champions League model, then I I think that that'd be a cool way to talk about college football. But let's do it. I don't I I don't think that's what's going to happen. And uh, ACC is kind of like a a league uh, or a Bundesliga. Right, you you walk it's in. There's more, only it's more league on. Well, no, 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 no. Clemson, Florida State, Miami, and I know Miami hasn't been running hot, but yeah, at least it's more it's like, like league on. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. type situation. You know, like a, no, it's league on. It's unfortunately, 
it's just yeah, it's uh, it's Legon. Uh, and, and different teams take turns on who gets to be PSG. Right. That's it. Yeah. Orange <laughs> State gets to be PSG, and then they trade it to uh, Clemson, and yeah. then Clemson hands it back to Florida State, and then maybe Clemson takes it back this year with the star-studded defense. There is an argument about Bundesliga, but right now I think it's Legon. Uh, Chip, you're the best, man. I appreciate your time. <laughs> Sounds good. Y'all be well.